0: Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'm really fired up and I'm really excited to talk about being okay with not always being okay. If you have been suffering from the syndrome of Little Miss Perfect or Little Mr. Perfect, <laughs> and you know that there's a better way for you to relate with yourselves and others, listen to this episode. I'm really going to dive into why we need to drop this whole perfectionist act and embracing the imperfections and the messiness that is life. If you're excited to talk about that, I'm excited to share some thoughts that you may have not heard before. You're going to get some really good advice and tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you're spending your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash that subscribe or follow button where you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And I see you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes. Make sure that you share this podcast with your homies or your gals or however you call them, your crew. That way we can grow this community. That way we can get more engagement and really make this a movement of not just self-care, but empowerment. And if you would like to learn more about me or you're just kind of curious about what I do and reading other articles or resources, make sure that you go to my website, DeniseGLee.com. And I'm hoping that there will be something that would really pique your interest Everything that I'm going to be talking about is going to be part of my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 20-day program where we take a big, deep dive into who you are and how you think and really discover what hidden potential and what else you can do to make your life amazing. I'm going to leave a link on the show show notes below, but you can also reach it on denisecheely.com Click on the courses tab and you'll find the link for amazing attitude there. You know, I'm really excited about this idea of being okay with not being okay because I remember, I'll never forget this. This was an interview that I had many, many years ago from my last uh, job. <laughs> that must a bit a while ago. And I've never remembered one of the questions that my Interviewer then my boss asked me, and he asked me, "What do you believe is your biggest shortcoming?" And I said, "Well, I want to be a perfectionist. I think of my perfectionist, I really want everything to be just nice and neat and orderly and and all this stuff and he told me it's very interesting that you said this and then he brought out one of my writing samples, and he said that, as you will see, there are some numerous typos." and grammatical areas he said i even highlighted them and he showed it in a big red pen what he said he said well it helps if other people take a look at your stuff and i remember wanting to form myself in a little bitty ball and curl up and want to disappear because here i was trying to brag that i had everything together that I was invincible in terms of my writing and my communication skills. And this man, this total stranger, picked up all the things that were wrong about me. That's what I thought. It was me. Not, here are some recommendations that are going to help you become a better communicator, better writer, a better person in terms of Exchanging information. I couldn't think of that. I could, I just thought of it as a personal assault against me and all that was me. And for a lot of us, the reasons behind that is because we fought so hard to seek and gain approval from those people that were closest to us, our family people in our schools or jobs and our areas of influence and we thought that if we could just have everything right if we could speak right, if we could write if we could solve problems if we could do fill in the blank then somehow we would feel okay and any type of constructive criticism or feedback or just some pointing something out that could use improvement felt as if we are chipping away at our identity do you know what i mean where we have made ourselves turn into human robots that are not thinking, are not feeling, they're only producing and producing lots of stuff and never complaining and never bitching or moaning about it in the process. And this whole idea of being okay with not being okay really came from series of personal failures, professional failures, rejections, and finally coming to the conclusion that I felt a lot better with myself once I accepted myself as a flawed human being. And then here's a bigger news flash, and I talk a lot about this in Amazing Attitude. If we even had a more honest appraisal of who gave us this idea that we weren't perfect unless we achieve perfection they themselves were flawed and damaged and wounded and had their own issues and the way they felt okay with themselves was by tearing us down and obviously we don't want to admit that our friends or family or those who are closest to us would want to feel good about themselves by tearing us down. But unfortunately, broken people break people. And that's just an unfortunate situation that occurs. And I also wanted to just tell one more story before I just launch into some tips I know are gonna really help you is that I'll never forget, this was about four or five years ago, I was visiting my dad at his girlfriend's house in Dallas. And I'll never forget this conversation that I had with my father's girlfriend's daughter. Her life was literally in a mess. She was having, she had no custody of her kids and she got kicked out of her apartment. Her life was just in shambles. And every one of the family knew that her life was in shambles and she was temporarily living with her mother, my dad's girlfriend at the time while she was trying to get her stuff together. And when I went and I saw her, you would you would think that there was absolutely nothing wrong. She was living perfect, and I will never forget this conversation she had with me. Well, it was more or less saying to me that I myself, even though I'm happily married and I have a kid, and I I'm not worrying about economic un- and uncertainty, was that you're not a failure because you're not driving this. Uh, A brand new car. It was something along those lines. And before I could even say anything or just kind of relate what was going on, she went up and left and I didn't see her for the rest of the time I was there. It was such a bizarre thing. And so what I'm trying to tell you is that a lot of people who are going through their own pain, they're going through their own issues, they're going through their own drama. It's so hard for them to face their issues. It's much easier to try to make other people feel bad. And it's not personal. And I wish I could tell you that we could just have these conversations, these honest conversations with them and say, hey, look, I know that you're hurting. It's not necessary for you to lash out or do those thing, other things. But unfortunately, it takes a level of emotional maturity to reach that state. But that's not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is understanding why we feel that we need to be perfect and why it's not necessary. So I have a list of four things that I know that's going to be really helpful for you. And actually five, to be five. (laughs) And as you're listening to them, I want you to mentally reflect or jot down what really came to your mind, like aha moment, or wow, I really need to examine this. Or I haven't thought about it this way, because for a lot of us, we... Go through the motions of life, and then we repeat these things over and over and over again. Socrates once said that a life an unexamined life is not a life worth living, and I feel that deeply in this stage of my life, and with the clients I work with, and everything that I do. That if we are allowing ourselves to do the work to understand who we are and what causes to become who we are, we can undo some things that are undermine our success, all the things that we want to achieve. And we can be able to have a bigger impact in our world. Okay, so let's go through some of this, these things. And again, write down notes, if you have something to write down, or at least mentally reflect on things. Hmm, let's dig in a little deeper about what Denise is saying, maybe there's some fidelity. Maybe there is something I need to examine a little bit deeper. Okay. The first one is none of us got it together. What I'm basically saying is we're not perfect. And I understand, and you understand that we're not perfect, but we live in a society that airbrushes and photoshops and editorizes Away all of the imperfections and the messiness that is in the world, and we don 't want anybody in their business. I remember, and you might have heard people in your family saying we don 't tell anybody outside the family about our business. We keep our business together there 's no reason that we should air out our dirty laundry. You may have heard those things, and you all knew about your drunk uncle or your aunt that is on her fourth marriage or whatever scandal, quote unquote, in the family. Or you may have felt that life hasn't been idyllic or you you have been the worst person in comparison to other people that have walked the land. You might felt like you are a Jezebel or someone who just didn't get it all together, constantly needing bailouts or whatever your situation is. There isn't a person on this earth who hasn't screwed up royally or hasn't put their foot in their mouth or hasn't made a mistake. And anyone that tries to shame you for not having everything together probably has a lot of shame and a lot of issues they themselves are struggling with. And they're afraid of being honest and they're afraid of sharing that vulnerability because of their own shortcomings and their own weaknesses and their own insecurities. Get Really good at letting it all hang out. And yesterday, I went to a, uh, a women's event, and there was this woman that always caught my eye. Her hair was always done very cute. She liked having her hair up in these high ponytails, and she always wore uh, lipstick and makeup and all. And she just looked so, she looked really fun, and she looked really exciting, and. We had this uh, this share time event yesterday where everyone got up and talked about their experience in this program and what everyone's learning. And she caught up and she said, I'm going through one of the hardest times of my life, tears like streaming down her eyes, uh, past her perfectly done makeup. And she said that my husband left me and I don't really know what's going on and I don't know what to happen next. And in that mo- that moment, it shattered everything that I thought was about her. I thought she was fun. I, well she might be still fun. I don't know. But I think from afar we give people impressions. But what would it be like if as she was sharing her story and I'm sharing and I'm and as you're listening to me, think to yourself, what would it be like if you got up there and you told people what it was really like? Unabashed, without any asking for sympathy. You're just telling it like it is. When I saw her explaining her situation and what was going on in her life and her marriage and everything that was going on, she was also talking about drinking issues and whatnot. In fact, I felt a lot more compassion towards her. She seemed a lot more real. She seemed as if she was someone I could relate with. Aren't you able to feel more comfortable with someone who doesn't feel the need to be perfect? Can't we, you always heard the expression like letting your hair go down. Wouldn't it be awesome to be around people who understood they were messed up and didn't have any problems sharing it? I mean, I I messed up. I don't, I don't even claim to be perfect myself, even though I my job is to help other people feel better about themselves and improve their relationships and business and in life. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say that I've got it all together. I got tons of things that I, I, I got messed up in my mind that I'm still in the process of working through. And so allow yourself that freedom to accept that n- none of us are perfect. None of us got it all together. Okay. it actually brings me to the second point is embrace your weaknesses as strengths. I had a conversation this morning with a woman who devotes a lot of her free time to talk to victims or women who are potentially being groomed for trafficking specifically sex trafficking and as i was talking with her i was explaining to her that i've had a couple of situations in my life where if things were aligned in the right ways i could be i could have been human trafficked and it was only by the grace of God that it didn't happen. And I remember she, I was telling my story with her. She said, you are going to be able to relate to girls, at-risk girls, or at girls who have been in that kind of environment far better than I have because I don't have the experience. I don't have that sense of history or the vocabulary that can relate. And as she was saying that, it, it struck in my mind. Even though it's been 20 plus years since that lifestyle I had that was very, very destructive to say, say the least, I have vocabulary. I have things that I'm be able to share that another person can't. So I want you to ask yourself this. Is there something that you have that you think is a weakness or you think it was a shortcoming or you thought was a dark period of your life that upon reflection and thinking about this, my goodness, it's really a superpower. It's really something that I can be able to help bless another person who is in that situation or who's getting out of that situation. Because for a lot of us, we are only as sick as our secret, meaning that if we don't share it, we feel as if we're lost and we're alone and nobody can relate, trust and believe, There's so many other people that need your wisdom, need your guidance, need your hope. And what you think is a weakness is truly a strength. It's truly a blessing in disguise for the right person. So find those areas. It could be your past experience. It could be your stuttering problem. I'll never forget when I first heard that Steve Harvey, the comedian, had a stuttering problem. A comedian that has won numerous awards and family viewed and all these things had a stuttering problem. Are you kidding me? Now he communicates with all types of people with finesse and grace. Your weakness, all those things that you struggled with in the past are definitely assets to be used in the future, you should be able to think of it as a blessing, as a gift in disguise, not something to be afraid of, not something to be ashamed of, and definitely not something to look at with self-pity, okay? Now, we're gonna take a short break and then we're gonna go through the rest of these three steps that I know are gonna really help you to learn to be okay with not always being okay. All right, we'll talk in a few short moments. Okay, let's wrap this bad boy up and talk about allowing yourself to rest. What does that look like, allowing yourself to rest? For some people, when we talk about being okay with not being okay, we have to dismantle this idea that we are a workhorse. We are a robot that never takes breaks, that never suffer that always suffers in silence and this whole idea of embracing rest is definitely something that a lot of us especially entrepreneurs caregivers parents if you are having a lot of responsibilities it feels foreign to you because it feels that everybody needs things all the time and to put down This idea of, my goodness, I'm human and that means I need to take a nap and that means that I can get cranky and I'm hungry and I need these things makes us feel that we're vulnerable. Makes us feel as if we aren't the superheroes that we (laughs) intended to be. And that rest process helps us to be able to get back to what we want stronger, faster, and more capable. I'll think about this analogy that you... You're trying to chop down wood. Do you chop down wood with a dull axe? Absolutely not. What do you do when you're about to chop wood down, right? You put on the right equipment. You make sure you sharpen your axe. Allowing yourself rest is that sharpening moment. So you're not dull. So you can come back with energy, And rest doesn't always have to look like sleep. Rest could be laying down for a few moments. Rest could be blocking out time in your schedule. Rest could be asking somebody else to do the work. I cannot tell you how many entrepreneurs that I have talked with, they were their own accountant, copywriter, graphic designer, web designer, photographer, just a whole bunch of stuff. And I asked them, like, do you really need to be doing all of this at, this? at this stage in your business, you're not exactly a newbie anymore. You you Now your, your money is starting to come in, things are starting to flow. And they said, well, I'm just so accustomed to do it all by myself because I know that I can do it right. Well, I know that you have learned through your experience that you can do certain things, but is this really the best use of your energy right now? Is there something else that you can be doing differently that makes more sense for you. I want you to ask yourself that question. I want you to not be afraid to say, hey, you know what? I know I've been crushing it by myself and I've made so many things, these strides, but now is the time to hand the baton to somebody else. And if you might have had some really terrible experience with people abusing your trust, I get it. And it's hard to ask for rest when your trust has been violated now is the time to dig in deep about what exactly was violated and what can you do to help prevent that i talk about that a lot an amazing attitude about how we can ask for help in a way that makes sense for us okay now let's talk about my four step is more re- revealed it's more of like a phrase that i have with clients I don't deny that fact that I I have had a lot of experience in 12-step recovery programs. And one of the phrases that really stuck to me, that really clung to me, was a sign on the wall that said, more will be revealed. And what what does that mean, more will be revealed? Well, in relation to being okay with not being okay, is that as we talk with more people, as we have more experiences, as we go through life, We will have more knowledge about ourselves, what matters to us, how we can be of influence, how we can shift and grow in ourselves. More will be revealed. Allow yourself the space, the energy, the mercies, the grace to be able to flow through what will happen next. And I don't know what will happen next in your personal life or your professional life, but I do know... If you allow yourself to be fluid and not rigid for a lot of us, especially if we came from traumatic or really rough upbringings, we thought that things had to be a certain way all the time or things were just going to go to hell. And I want to let you know that we don't have to operate in that space anymore of these absolute we don't have to do that anymore. There is definitely a better way for us to interact with other people. There's got there's a better way for us to handle certain people or handle certain things or launch new initiatives in our business or whatever that may look like to you. Allow yourself that energy that everything doesn't have to be wrapped up in a nice neat boat. And that's really hard for a lot of us that wants everything perfect, and we don't want errors, and we don't want failures, and we don't want to feel disappointed to say, hey, I'm going to be flexible. But I'm telling you, part of being okay with the imperfection within us is understanding that life, things, people, projects, so many things can get messy and slimy and all this other stuff. And allow yourself via the slide of light, the twists and turns, and everything that comes in between, because that's where the real growth happens. That's where the new discoveries happen. I remember just feeling really frustrated about something that was going on recently in my business, and it was related to a marketing campaign, and I just could not figure it out for the life of me. And the com- come to find out, the problem was because I was trying to get all these things perfect by this computer thing. And come and find out that I can get more results by allowing a little imperfection in this one particular area. Despite what the computer says, this is what it's supposed to be. Allow yourself that wiggle room. Allow yourself that freedom. And you know exactly what it looks like for you and you alone. Embrace that and understand that there's fun and the suspense and not having everything perfectly lined up. Okay. Now, lastly, I want to talk with you about this idea of learning from the difficulties. We always say that, well, we've learned from it, but are we really allowing ourselves to